0: Oh, messieurs and madames, au revoir. Merci. Yeah. I already Michael. miss you. I already miss you. you too, man. Listen, you, buddy. here we are on Roundup post-Paris, where <laughs> me and you, I think we can safely say now, have officially become um, residents of Paris via our best friend, Cyril Ghan, uh, based on our, our trip to Paris. I mean, the fights were amazing. The crowd was amazing. The city is amazing. You were there with your wife. You're on your vacation, basically, for your honeymoon that you've been delaying so long. We had a great time, dude. Um, You're now in Switzerland. So tell everybody kind of where you're at and what's going on with you. And then we'll talk about how amazing Paris was for everybody.
1: Yeah. So I promised my wife, obviously, I owe her a honeymoon. We got married um, last year in 2022. I almost said 2021. She would have killed me. Um, But yeah. And I told her, like, I don't want to do a honeymoon until after I fought because I'm just not going to be present. I'm going to be a psychopath and want to go find mma sims and train when i should be sipping mojitos as i look at the french Alps from my hotel room so that's what i'm doing right now so it was cool you know it, it was very delayed but you know i just i gotta pinch myself sometimes paul because i'm so lucky that we do what we do for a living because that kind of it was the um i would say was the catalyst for this euro trip for us is i'm gonna go work paris and then we're gonna go Roam around with no plan. We really didn't plan to be here in Switzerland. We just ended up here. So it's really cool. Um, We're enjoying it. And it's like, I think this is the first, the second time in my life where I've taken a vacation that's not like oriented around mixed martial arts where it's like, just go drink, have fun, be merry, enjoy the spoils of your hard work. And so that's where we're at.
0: Yeah. I mean, seriously, when you think about being in that city and that it's there on business, you know, but luckily – with our job and the people that we get to work with, it yeah. quickly can turn into pleasure. And <laughs> just an incredible event, right? Oh, so we all yeah. out. <laughs> Look at this, we got to train, we got to drink. That is that Cyril Gon's after party, which he so politely invited us to late at yeah. night. There's the man himself. We gotta get him on the show sometime. That poor guy had his house robbed that night, by the way. Oh, I know, insane. I saw
1: that. I mean, God, that, I guess that's
0: something that like Europeans do is they kind of scout these
1: like, Football, like mainly footballers, soccer scout their apartments. I mean, he's an easy guy to find. He's very polarizing. So if you're a scumbag that likes to rip people off, like you just kind of watch Cyril Gon as he moves around the city. I mean, there can't be many, you know, six foot five, two hundred and fifty-five pound yoked former UFC champions in Paris. So he's easy to find. Um, so whoever robbed him, if you're actually watching Roundup, I don't ever want you to watch our show again. Yeah, You're I don't I don't think they are, but yeah, yeah they I, better, I don't want be. them to either. What if they're watching um, it
0: from his laptop? That'd be messed up. Oh so. man, yeah, possibly holding his belt, his uh former interim <laughs> championship belt. That's what that's what it's gotta make you feel good. Yeah, I stole the champ's belt. Look how it looks on me. Yeah. And you can't, like how do you sell it without getting figured out, right? I yeah, guess right? I don't know how that stuff works, but yeah, it was a great trip and it was great fight. Cyril gone, my oh, god. Man. The guy showed the improvements that he said he was going to show, talked about how he was going to have a flawless victory. I know he got hit a couple times by uh, Spivak, but, I mean, let's be honest, it was one-way traffic, just domination, got that big finish. I mean, dude, he was, like, charging up power punches as he was skirting along the fence, chasing down a opponent. Another guy that stands out majorly from the card for me – is, you know, as, again, my favorite name to say on the UFC roster, my man, Benoit Saint-Denis. Benoit Saint-Denis. He's a savage, bro. People were joking about, oh, you should fight him. Oh, you're out of your, like, listen, <laughs> let that man go and fight the higher up. That dude That's deserves man get his feet underneath him first. Yeah, we're going to get into that. I think we got a question about him later on because he deserves it. We should be talking yeah. about Benoit. Benoit um, yeah. Fuhr there's an asterisk for that one next to next to it i i'm not saying she wouldn't have won that fight regardless yeah. right she's a very good fighter and she looked great but it sucks that rose had that weird finger thing going on man and it yeah. turns out it was just a dislocation they would have been able to pop it back in had they tried but yeah. whose job is that let's talk about that real fast before we get into the fight whose job would that be to figure out am i going to try to do that it's not you don't call the doctors in for that
1: no because they wave off the fight yeah. I forget there was a fight in the past where the fighter like called a timeout, which actually happened to be a problem in the William Gomez fights. He tried to, his opponent tried to call a timeout on the foul and for the inadvertent. Oh, ball, that was a blow, weird one. Yeah. You never Another call your own fouls. Um, but this, it's like, you know, the finger compared to like Yuri Prochaska's shoulder. What happened with Yuri's shoulder when they tried to put it back in place? It mangled his arm. The yeah. last thing you want to do is like, I wouldn't trust myself to try to pull my teammate's finger back in place in a fight. What happens if I yank it the wrong way, rip a ligament, and then it's like she was able to work around it. And, you know, kind of before we get into the questions, touching on the other two things that you talked about, Benoit Saint-Denis, I think that we have a future superstar in our hands. The way he fights, the way he resonates with not just the French crowd, but the European crowd in general is going to take him in as one of their own. Uh, and the way that he fights, I mean, he's a stylistic nightmare for a lot of these guys at 155 pounds. And if you want to do, you know, perennial matchups, I mean, look at the way he handled Thiago Moises compared to the way that the champ Islam Hatchev did. I mean, he he made it look a lot easier. And then when you're talking about Cyril Ghosn, on that same note, making it look easy, I mean, when he's in that southpaw stance, it's like if you've done your research, if you've done your homework, you know what you're getting. You're getting all these lead side attacks. But I think what makes it so hard – for his opponents to pick up on is how fast he is he moves yeah. in and out so quick In that first takedown he defended it was like a freaking gazelle like he bounced out of the arms of sergey spivak so fast and it was in that moment that i said this fight's all but over it wasn't even yeah. like the finishing sequence where i was like sergey's on his way out it was that first takedown he defended and how he handled it i said it's only a matter of time he's going to finish this fight so um you know that was my first time attending a ufc uh, uh, event in europe not in not in a corner um just you know i was a spectator and that was unreal that was amazing like so any of the any of the fans that were there that are watching this show kudos to you guys for showing up and showing out and showing support for your fighters that was i will never forget that trip that that fight card was the best card i've ever worked it was amazing
0: yeah and I was there last year and that crowd was just yeah. as good but everything that came together this year made it so much better have, yeah. <clears throat> having you there having Cyril win that fight going to the after it was I mean I was talking to my wife I was just like it was really truly one of the cooler UFC trips yeah. that I have definitely had to date um and the yeah. fight delivered there we go oh this this was where's our yeah. smokes did we get our smoke <laughs> there's this there's the pack of cigarettes that we found <laughs> And you see Bisping in the back. Long snacks, too. baby. Yeah, <laughs> it's a couple of long snacks. And then, and then you got meeting.
1: the former middleweight champion, UFC Hall yeah. of Famer Mike Bisping in the back. Tom Aspinall's
0: in there somewhere too. I think. I don't want. Hopefully, we're not calling anybody out, and they're like, "Yeah, no, they should have no. been home sleeping or something." Yeah. Right. Yeah, the pack of six, they, they really accentuate
1: this photo nicely. I hope we shouldn't have said anything and seen if any of the fans picked up one. No, like, oh my the, gosh, the pack of and Paul's pack of cigarette smokers. I only no, had cigarette four bags. cigarettes though. That's <laughs> it. It doesn't count. Four cigarettes. Yeah, I don't I matched it. I only had four. Yeah. I might smoke more while I'm here though. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for two more weeks. So you know it's that's the one thing too. I noticed like the first night we got there, there was like this yeah. nice alleyway with all these restaurants. And so Kelsey and I are going to get our first meal and like, I would get this aroma of like some really good food. i like, oh, that
0: smells oh, so good. Yeah. And then
1: just like cigarette smoke, mm. oh, cigarette oh, smoke. Yeah. And then no. it'd just be like either good smelling food or cigarette smoke. So you want to talk about a contrast of size. They go so hand just, in
0: hand, man. Yeah, fresh they baguettes do. And fresh lung snacks.
1: Just take the baguette and smoke it, you know, mm. just hold it at the end. And just we
0: also it. had escargot. We can officially yep. say that we've had escargot. Yeah, shout out to Michael Planner, who left me hanging with that
1: nasty lappy.
0: One. Lappy, lappy don't on. care. Listen, he he's a man that knows what he likes. And if he doesn't, screw you. He was, yeah, and he sure. held strong. Yeah, he, he held strong. He's, I don't himself. care if you make fun of me. I, I don't care. <laughs> oh, I, I, however, completely fell into peer pressure and felt like if I don't eat this, yeah. I'll never be looked at the same. So I ate oh. it.
1: Well, and then the problem you ate with. Second ones. So I, yeah, so I ate, I ate Lappies. And so when I ate mine, I like scooped the meat out a little bit and then like slurped it out of the shell. The so I got like the pesto and the oil. So I'm like, wow, this actually tastes good. And then Kelsey, as we're taunting Lappy, like pulls the whole meat out of the shell and like has it on a fork. And so she's like, well, I'm like, fine, I'll eat it. And I didn't have the juices, like the oils of the pesto. I ate it. And it smelled the way, or it tasted the way a lake smells. Like if you can, if you can imagine that the way that lake water smells Oh, i know what lake water smells no like Ugh.
0: i've done plenty Neither of again. races where i've drank way too much lake water before so well there's more than lake water in that
1: lake water when you're in a race with a bunch of people paul oh yeah
0: there's lots of pp buddy lots of <laughs> all right so that was yep. paris it was incredible let's yep. move on to five rounds we got some good questions we got questions yep. about all different kind of stuff we're going to touch on 293 as well strickland and adesanya so Let's do this. We could talk Paris all day, so oh, uh, yeah. we must move on. Question. After that performance, ben, Benoit saint do you guys think it's fair for him to have a ranked opponent next? I'm thinking guys like Dober, Frivola, maybe Grant Dawson. Love the show, and thanks for the entertainment. No, thank you. And um, I'll start, Michael, 100%. I think that this guy is on a, a finishing streak like no other. I think he obviously has proven that there's a tension behind him. He's got this quiet, serious, ferociousness about him. Former French Special Forces. Um, he delivers every time he goes in there. Even on his debut, when it wasn't on, when he was on the wrong end of a beating, up a weight class. You know, it, he didn't back down for one second. I love all those names. I think that's the kind of guy that uh, Benoit should be in there with next. And I think he's going to win if he gets in there with a lot of those yeah. guys. Um, a Grant Dawson would be fun fight because Grant is extremely physically strong when it comes to the grappling, but can he handle that pressure that Benoit Anthony brings on the feet? Michael, he throws kicks like he's just trying to break oh. every bone in your body.
1: Yeah, and he in fight by fight, his boxing has improved very much. Like the way he was going to the body against Tiago Moisés was a thing of beauty. A little bit reckless. He he is one of those guys that I feel like is 100% offense is 0% defense. But the further you get up the ladder in terms of the rankings, you got to be more defensively responsible. I I would say is the best way to word it. But for yeah. me, there's two names I, I thought of in the post fight show. So for the fans that, that watch, I'm sorry if I'm beating a dead horse, but I'm going to repeat it again. Um, I think that there's two names that stand out. One, Carlos Diego Fajeda. He's number 15, gives him a nice entry point against a good high level grappler you know that that's going to be a really fun fight. Or if they're willing to give him that veteran test right away, I mean, RDA's been a guy. Well, I think RDA, he's kind of in a position where he can say yes and no to a lot of fights. Yeah, He's I think never he's been very, afraid to back yeah. down from a challenge. I mean, he fought Armand Sarukin in the main event. He, he's fought up-and-comers. Maybe he sees something he can, he can um, capitalize on in, in Benoit Saint-Denis. Um, so those are the two fights when I look ahead for, for Benoit that I would like to see him in for sure.
0: Yeah, I like that. Um, and again, yeah. I, I like that RDA fight, but I do think that RDA at the level that Santini is at right now will probably be like, all right, let him win another yeah. one. And I think RDA has got to really decide where is he going to be? Is he going to be uh, a welterweight officially? Was that just yeah. to, to get back in there? Yeah. Um, I think I think his home, honestly, he's got to be a 55er, you know?
1: Um, yeah, I was, sure. I've been
0: in there with him and I took that fight on five days notice and I felt like I was... I wasn't a shredded, but I was bigger in there. Yeah. And, you know, he just so carries, just,
1: he carries his weight in his trunk. Like he's got, a, you know, for lack of better words, he's got a huge ass. He's got big legs. Yeah. I remember when he got in the octagon with me at 170, I was like, whoa. I mean, up top, st- I mean, there's nothing there that's yeah. overwhelming, but
0: I'm well, like, he kicks, he kicks well. Kicks he's got like great body kicks. Too. horse. All right.
1: Yeah. Round two. Yeah. Rose's finger injury was bad, and she's gangsta. What other nasty injuries do you remember that you didn't stop fighters from continuing? Do you remember that didn't stop fighters from continuing? Well, yeah, I mean, right off the top, Paul Felder versus Mike Perry. I mean, the guy broke his Ooh. arm throwing a spinning back fist, and he kept throwing the same Ooh. damn spinning back fist. I mean, come on, Polly. Well let, tell me what that was like. that that's the ba- this this questions all you. I've never been and there I've gone into fights with injuries, but they never really affected me. So why don't you walk us through what it's like to have an injury during a fight and to have your corner be aware of it. How did this whole thing operate? What were the interactions like? And what was it like for you as the fighter being in that situation?
0: So it happened early on, which is obviously worst case scenario. I think it was only a minute or two into the fight. I threw that one spinning back fist and it bounced right off the top of Mike Perry's head right here. And I knew right away I I couldn't close my hand. I was still throwing it a little bit and it definitely was throbbing. Like there was this, I can't even describe the feeling adrenaline covered a lot of it. And then in between rounds, I was trying to like close my, like force my hand close. And I could feel the bones rattling, like crunching around in there when I would close it. And I told Duke and he knew, um, and he, he, we just went out and tried to use the jab, but man, I was on such adrenaline autopilot. I remember the amount of pain I was in even throughout that fight. And then as soon as I got backstage. And the doctors check you out and they cut the gloves off it was just like oh my god you know it just you just want to like cradle it like this right whenever you have an injury like that dan hooker just went through the same thing um who else alex did we Caceres. just say alex, alex casteris horrible man it, you just go into defensive mode right even when you're letting your offensive go you can dan hooker did a great job of fighting through it i thought caseros oh, you could see got god. defensive you I got won. Dan Hooker
1: one. That's the only one. No disrespect to you. Like you f- fought your ass off. Pardon my language, Morgan. I'm giving you a little some editing you'll have to do after this. But uh, you kept fighting. So yeah. kudos to Dan Hooker for not only did you fight, but you found a way to win. Like that yeah. is like, dude, that's he's why tough, you guys man. had that. Cra- that's why you guys had such a crazy fight. Yeah. Because you both just have that mentality. You just don't back down injury or not. Yeah.
0: You're just going to keep coming forward cut from the cut from the crazy cloth. Cut from the yeah, crazy claw. from Crazy claws, but it can definitely, um, affect your offensive output. And, uh, we saw that, I think with Rose, we saw that mm-hmm. in my fight. You saw that in Caceres, fight, Dan Hooker's different. He's out of his mind and fought through it. So congrats to him. But yes, it's horrible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's I brutal. think for
1: Hooker though, the one thing he had going for him was he had a fading Jalen Turner, like yeah. Jalen really went all in on that finish. It didn't pay off. He missed weight, so he's already compromised from a cardiovascular yep. standpoint. Um, not making excuses as to why Dan Hooker won, but there's also some things that kind of played into his favor, yeah, so,
0: yeah, 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 of know. course. And yeah. yeah, round, round three,
1: food going to UFC 293. Let's
0: go! All right, what is Sean Strickland's path to victory versus Israel Adesanya's? Hmm, well, I'll
1: tell you, I'll go ahead, Michael. I'll, I'll start. It's got to be wrestling it needs to be wrestling he needs to close the distance he needs to put israel adesanya on the fence and he needs to very much fight a style like a randy couture style of fight and i'm not just saying that because he trains at extreme couture but that's just the first thing that comes to mind when i think about like randy couture versus pedro hizzo randy couture versus tim sylvia like you're gonna have to strike with him You're gonna be a little. You're gonna lack a little bit of length, but you need to get on inside on this guy. You need to hang on his head, collar tie, dirty boxing, short shots, lots of knees, lots of. It's not gonna be the sexiest fight if you stick to the game plan that I feel would be best to utilize against a striker like Israel Adesanya. But it's it's the only way to beat him unless you're Alex Bejeda. or if you're Jan Blachowicz and you're gonna be the bigger guy. But for Sean, I think you just got to make it a dirty, ugly Randy Couture style of fight.
0: I agree. Got to get in there, man. You, 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 you... now I'll watch him f- flip the script on us and make us look like buttholes. But you can't sit. Sean's so good at fighting behind that jab from the outside against guys. I don't think you can do that against somebody that like got He's too long. He's. I know he did against. You know he was in there with Jared Canineer and had some success. Cannoneer is long, um, a boost off, But these guys are just not where Adesanya is. You, you, you can't do that. And he didn't beat um the killer gorilla he did he near, no yeah. right see so i mean and, and izzy's a step close. above that yeah Izzy's yeah. even a step above that and kicks significantly faster is smoother has knees and will have a bigger cage in which to do it in when he's fighting in sydney so he's got a close distance even if it's just to overwhelm him and to get him guessing about shots if you don't even get israel guessing that you're going to try to take him down and you let him just comfortably fight from the outside for 25 minutes. He's either going to beat you up for 25 minutes or he's going to find, find a way to finish.
1: He just has to not let his pride get in the way. I think in the, it, obviously, the Alex Pajeda fight, Alex Pajeda, that fight didn't really go on for very long when Sean fought him. Very short night for the former middleweight champ. But it didn't look like Sean really was going to put any effort into trying to wrestle him. It looked yeah. like he was like, I'm going to go out there and outbox this guy. You can't let your pride get in the way. Sean's a great striker in his own right. But these guys, these Israel Adesanyas, these Alex Pajadas, these guys are
0: more than a step
1: above him. Yeah, they're
0: professional kickboxers for a long yeah. time. Yeah. That, that was their martial art. That's what they were trying to make their success and their money off of. And then it just seemed like MMA was the best way to go because it was more money in it. So these yeah. guys learned how to grapple and wrestle so that they can compete at the highest level of MMA. Now, they're, yeah. Izzy, in particular, is really getting there, right? He's been doing it yeah. for a while. But the guy was a kickboxer. Don't. You can't just kickbox with him. Yeah, and you know what's crazy we before we move on to round four? Something that Izzy said is,
1: and he says he wants to get a submission as a professional in the UFC before he retires. And he thinks that he's going to get a submission against Sean. So that's something interesting because if there's anybody Everybody's that's going to call their to... shot, and I'm actually going to believe it, if Israel says something like that, I don't think he's gassing. Round four. Round four you continue to get better and better as an analyst? Oh, you continue to get better and better as an analyst. Do you think the UFC is embarrassed to have Strickland headline a pay-per-view? It seems that the press conference may be better than the fight. I'll
0: let you lead the dance on this one. <laughs> um, I don't think they're embarrassed. I think, <laughs> I think when you have a champion like Izzy, who's kind of been running through the division, these fights are going to happen. You're going to have to give a new blood a shot. Sean's the guy that's next yeah. up. He hasn't fought him yet. It's exciting. They've yeah. got some beef. you got to let it play out. And, you know, you'd be surprised. Sometimes these are the fights that end up being more competitive than you think. The guy that you're, like, counting out from the beginning. And I think it's going to do fine down in Australia with all those fans. They haven't had the fight in Sydney. And, I, oh, God, is it over four years or or, or something like that? Maybe more. I, tell me. I know we talked about yeah. it on the one broadcast. It's been a really long time. I don't think um, six years almost. Six, almost something six like years. that, right? Yes, yeah, in 2017. So it's going to be absolutely bananas. No matter who Adesanya was going to go and face in that in that part of the world. There's other guys on the card that are going to bring tons of people as well. Um, no, I think the UFC. I think they like the loose cannon that Strickland yeah. is. And if the press conference is is going to be better than the fight, doesn't matter. The press conference is what people are going to watch to tune in to want to see is this guy going to get absolutely smoked or does he really have a shot? And yeah. we both agree that if he, if he plays his cards right, he definitely has a shot. He's just Got to go in there and be competitive. Go be and be competitive. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, this is what I worry about with Sean. You have to feed the champ. When there's a guy in Israel Adesanya that as a champion is like always chomping at the bit to fight. Like when you get the belt, a lot of guys are like, hey, I'd like, you know, just got this thing like give me like six, six months, months. like yeah. he's like no i want to fight next month like when so there's a reason why he's lapping the division it's the frequency of the fights the guy is fighting all the time as a champion and that's impressive he's fighting the best up-and-coming guys that think about this you're israel Adesanya. you have to study and watch this whole division while everybody is gunning for you and he has literally been near flawless if it wasn't for jan Blahovitz and alex paheta yeah. um so you have to feed the champ. And you have to feed him somebody. If they're gonna do a, a pay per view in Australia, you know it's it's got to be him, or it's got to be Volk, or if Whitaker's the champ, it's got to be Whitaker. It's got to be one of these guys from down under that hold a belt that headline the card. Um, you know, it's just the problem is why? How did Sean get in the situation? Well, he's just the only guy left. There's really nobody left for Israel to fight. Like one through seven, he's he's fought everybody except for him and as Duplessis. So. The trickiest fight fell through due to
0: injury, so this is what they got.
1: Oh, look at this. Yeah, oh she's goodness. over
0: there eating something, and the only thing down <laughs> here are toys and socks and things like that. So <laughs> what are you munching on? Who do you think's going to oh. win on Saturday? <laughs> oh, so cute. Bella, oh who's going to win? She doesn't you should Start like a segment like Karen Bryan does. know where you put out the
1: treats you know and see yeah what
0: What is he gonna what is she gonna pick (laughs) you're gonna pick both treats that's
1: oh (laughs) so cute hi (laughs) fella freeze she's like yeah right i'm holding my breath (laughs) but yeah Um, the only problem but the last thing on strickland i'll say is the only problem is if strickland wins it's a liability you know the things that come out of the guy's mouth are listen we're fighters and we get away with you know guys that commit fouls get away with a lot of stuff but that guy with a belt around his waist and the possibilities are endless in terms of what he could possibly say so
0: yeah show him with yeah. lots of money in his pocket and a oh. platform to speak
1: <laughs> oh. round five this one you get to talk about paul oh my gosh yeah oh paul, wow here we wow, go wow. let it fly
0: dude all right, Big Paulie, the comeback rumors—legit? Uh, like, I need to hear this from you directly. The people need to know. Um, that's one. Yeah. Uh, Paul, can do, uh, he's a <laughs> I'm definitely not fighting Patty the Batty. I don't think they're going to even do that to him. Um, Ooh, Ferguson, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, You and that's Jimmy the Miller, am Looking for? Come on, uh, <laughs> let's go. So the, 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 the rumors are true. And I mean, wow. we talked about this a little bit on the desk that I'm back in the testing pool. Just, just, just in case I feel like, you know, these guns and these, these elbows, got like, oh, some yeah. names on them. There's, there might be at least yeah. one name ready here. I don't know. Maybe, maybe two and see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, I'm training again. Oh. Uh, it's been since Paris i have been either working with Michael, um, nate from extreme couture was holding pads for me i was back down at uh, marquez mma with sean brady and the guys today and yesterday doing some mma sparring and wrestling so i won't say uh it's an official comeback yet but um i'm doing this sport a whole lot more and to give everyone an update on my hips that i know a lot of people are like how the hell are you doing anything with your hips my hips have always been bad they're really bad I'm i'm always going to need a hip replacement in my life that's just where i'm at but I had like a slight labrum tear that had gotten caught in my joint that we found out and that popped while I was in Paris. And Oh my God, I would say I'm about 75% better than I was before that. So that was a huge relief. So that's just things. Uh, I can definitely get some, some shots to make things feel better in there and some physical therapy to keep, to keep going. And if my body holds up and, and in six months time, if there's a, a person that wants to fight that the UFC, a thing UFC 300,
1: honored, a UFC 300,
0: that would be funny. Oh, that would be fun. Or if there's even, you know, another card that they're lining up for anywhere in Jersey or PA yeah. somewhere. Yeah. That would also be fun. So I think there um, was, I, I, somebody told me the pay-per-view schedule and I'm not
1: inclined to tell anybody this, but, uh, you know,
0: dream there match-up are, there, 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 there's time. a few East coast
1: stops, I think in, in Q1 next year. Um, but yeah. you know, the stars are lining for UFC 300 and I know I called for the Jim Miller fight. I think that's a fight that makes sense. I understand your point that I was towards the first fight. I got to give a shout out to the guy, TJ, that put out the tweet for Patty the Batty because I didn't even think about it. And I'm thinking to myself, as a company, okay, what's the safe, and this is them, the company, like how do we assert Patty how do we give him marquee fights it or give him an old guy who used to give be him an old guy. That's when, and I'm thinking this would be the biggest mistake they could possibly make because you would mop the floor with them. Sorry to all the Patty fans that are watching this. That's just the way I feel. Um, but I loved, loved that tweet. The Patty one really between that and Jim Miller. Those are the two names that I've, that have intrigued me the most. Um, oh, but yes. if there was a dream matchup for you, Paul, had anybody on the UFC roster that's active right now, who would you like for your comeback
0: to be? And it does, it doesn't have to be a call out. It
1: could be a hypothetical. Yeah. I'm
0: just oh, saying. it's definitely a hypothetical, right? Cause we yeah. don't even know I, I could end up next week and my hip doesn't act up or my, you know, my, yeah. I, I got plates in my forearm. I got yeah. a piece of lung missing. Yeah. Um, Jim Miller's up there. It's a guy I was supposed to fight. I think he's an absolute stud an absolute legend. Um, but a guy who's had a lot of fights, got all these records is nearing, nearing the end of his career. I don't want to say that Jim's done by any means. Cause he's still winning fights and looking good doing it. Um, but I think it would be a fight that could intrigue him too, where it's a, another um, old head who's, uh, you know, the one that got away. We were supposed to fight when I was on the up, and when, on when was that fight street.
1: supposed to be? I remember the
0: book, April of two thousand fifteen. What card? Mm, I think That's New right. was it Newark? I think we were about, supposed to be on a Newark card. Mm. Who and got I think hurt? Benil, did Benil Daryush end up taking the fight? I think yes, he did fight Jim Miller. Yeah, and that really was did. then. Benio started to go on uh, a bit of a surge after that. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you know the problem with a rematch with like Dan Hooker. He's he's still high in the he's in the rankings. He's in the mix, but uh, you know any rematches that Ed Sins, another one. I don't. I don't know yeah, if that's. This is what happen. I love about Paul Felder, and I
1: hate to cut you off, but this is what I love
0: about Paul Felder's. What guy wants to rematch
1: Edson Barboza? There's like if there's one guy on the UFC roster where you're like as a fighter, if I if I'm booked against Edson Barboza, I know like I know I'm going to have to really take some shots to get the job done. Like nobody really goes out and pitches a shutout against Edson Barboza without getting your legs chopped, your liver blitzed, you like you wow. just getting beat up like, Keep just, like you just like
0: he blood you. twice against that guy.
1: And the fact that you're like I, I, I fight him in a trilogy. I'm like,
0: no, your team might your not. Next, might not your like. you next level.
1: next level, Paul Felder. You're next level.
0: It's crazy. I'm, I am, crazy um, I'm crazy. But with yeah. that being said, two ninety three, yeah. this weekend. Am I back? I'm back training. Michael's gonna help me. We're gonna bring him down to Philly for a little bit. Let's go, baby. Get him some cheesesteaks. Um, by the way, the t- the the gym um told me today. Anytime you want to come down, you to yeah. come hang out in Philly. I absolutely love. For you I'd to come train to. here. So we can train right. here, we can train in Vegas, and I'll have to take a trip out to the Pacific North Northwest.
1: I've just, a, just asserted myself day. in your camp. I want to be a part of this comeback, dude. I'm happy. I, if it happens, if it happens, I if, want to help I possibly can. Yeah.
0: I, I don't think I want to, you know, you're 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 definitely one of the guys I want to have around for sure. Let's go, baby. Come on. All right. 293 this weekend. Michael's in Switzerland. We don't know where he's going to be. Follow him. I'll be on in Twitter. Italy. Next time <laughs> you guys see me, I'll there be about go. ten
1: pounds heavier. Um my cheeks will be you've already like had there, enough they going back home going back to the motherland
0: yeah coming 85 185 michael's coming back yes sir next time we see him all right everyone this is ufc roundup thanks for joining us ufc paris was incredible make sure you tune in this weekend sean strickland does have a chance make sure you watch and make sure you check out the press conference too because i'm sure some interesting things will be said